Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, the founder of Soul Language, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And I am freaking excited because I get to talk to Annie Ruggles today, and we're talking about how to be a weirdo and get paid for it. For over a decade, Annie has harassed her hunk-like disdain for hard sales, tacky self-promotion, over-competitive sleazeballs as an inspiration to help people find better ways to grow their small businesses. As founder of the Non-Sleazy Scales Academy and Quirk Works Consulting, she's guided hundreds of people towards making deeper connections, lasting impressions, and friendlier, more lucrative transactions and conversations. Her pride and joy is her podcast, Too Legitimate to Quit, Instantly Actionable Small Business Strategies with Pop Culture Sprint. I love this woman, and her bio is a tongue twister, which I love. Hello, Miss Annie. Hi, my angel of love. How are you? I'm good. I prefer Borg of goodness. That's right. Borg of goodness. Apologies. Apologies. As a interim occasional member of your marketing team, I should really push myself <laughs> to use the correct terminology. Apologies. Borg of goodness. Thank which you. I think by today we may have to upgrade to Borg of greatness. Oh, I love that. So mm-hmm. I want to start the, with the first question that I ask everyone, which yeah. is, what has your soul shared with you throughout your lifetime? My soul has shared with me throughout my lifetime a deep abiding call to the idea that joy is a birthright. Okay, let's just pause everyone because that, like, we're done. That is a drop <laughs> of the mic, right? Like, that is huge. And I think it's so important because, you know, if you have warrior energy, joy can be like, ugh, joy, it's so weak. But yet it's right. hugely powerful. And what one of the things that I love about you is you are a self-claimed weirdo. Yep. And, um... I love that because I'm a weirdo. Sometimes I think I'm not, but I truly am. So let's define what weirdo means for everyone so they can get on our bus or they can get off their bus, that bus. So tell me what you mean by weirdo. I think anybody can be a weirdo and anybody can be a normie. But for me, the way that I define weird is just a kind of shameless lack of filtration What I mean by that is like just cranking your passions and your emotions and your presence and your style to whatever a comfortable 11 feels like and and working through the vulnerability and shame and rejection that comes through all that and coming out the other side kind of Teflon in the way to be like, well, 
I'm weird and they're weird and I'm this lovely kind of uniform thing that like the you, like the me that you know, the me my husband knows, the me my mama knows, and the me my client knows are all the same person. And I could do ridiculous things like show up and be like, girl, I love that. You know, and I yell at my clients all the time and they're like, oh, Annie, you're so weird. And what they mean is like, you're so just unapologetically unfiltered within the parameters of my true passions. Yeah. And what I also love about that is that also takes a profound sense of safety. And listen, you all going to hear about safety a lot lately and how we think we want to be safe, but what we really need is something deeper than that. That's a whole nother whole cup coming workshop, but you have this deep knowing of acceptance of yourself. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that you help your clients do is this deep, like if they're not accepting that you help them accept it or, what what my experience of you was you said well in marketing and and again i annie has been the only person in my 15 years that has ever written any copy for me at all right and i was like i don't want to do it that way and you're like okay we don't have to and it was such a moment of like what you're on board with me like i don't have to fight mm-hmm. you right and mm-hmm. I think what you do in helping people kind of bring their passion to the world is you really go, okay, where well, I'm not going to tell you're in, you, you're in resistance about that. If you really feel that strongly and that's part of your makeup, then let's go with that. And that's huge. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between resistance and marketing trauma and when someone energetically especially a highly intuitive person or someone whose business is the use of their intuition like you um there's a difference between intuition and resistance and somebody having a cranky day and also somebody not wanting to do something because it's been forced on them so many freaking times it's like you know when i was a little kid my dad has uh, OCD and Asperger's, and so he's an incredible person, but rigidity is like his Olympic skill. And he would tell me to do something so many times, that I and he would never understand that the more he told me to do it, the more I would absolutely not want to do it. There's the warrior in me. I'm like, stop, stop it, stop. right? But so many of people, when it comes to their marketing, they come to me and they've just been shut on by... The entire industry over and over in every form, through courses, through freebies, through podcasts, through speeches, through well-meaning friends, right? You have to do this. And if you don't do this, you're going to live in a box and die. And you can't say that. No one wants to hear that. No one wants to buy this. And by the way, if you don't have this three-paragraph formula, then, oh, it's over. Right. And so that's the condition everybody comes to me in. So I see all of those different things. There are times it hasn't happened with you because yours has been true, actual, energetic no's or the market of like, I'm doing all these shoulds and I hate it and I don't want to do it anymore. Those are valid. I have people come to me all the time with like, I don't want you attitude. And to those people, 
I say things that I shouldn't say on a podcast. Like I, I take them to task and I'm kind of like, mm, mm. tough titty, darling. Like, yeah. you know, gotta do it anyway. But with you, what I didn't see was resistance. What I saw was, was that feeling of ownership when you're doing marketing which everyone is, every business is, when you're putting yourself out there into the world, even if you're not marketing, even if you're self-advocating, right, you have got to choose how you put yourself out in the world. It has to be deliberate and it has to be intentional. And if you fight somebody on that, it goes against their nature and that can't happen. You have to be so into and not at all opposed to how you're putting yourself out or we're going to have a problem. So uh, as people are embracing their weirdness, their passion, you know, what are some, this is going to sound really weird, but what are some brand basics that people who want to who I would call a spiritual renegade or a renegade that that Mm -hmm. can really kind of go, okay, this is an easy path for me. This is something that I can get on board with. Talk like a human being, even if you're a spiritual being having a human experience, which we all are, but even so talk like a normal stinking human, right? On one hand, on the left side, we have buzzwords and hashtags and SEO language and marketees, advertising speak, vomtown, right? On the other side, especially with people that are wielding cosmic power here on earth, sometimes we get this very airy fairy spa language and we start talking about these really... (laughs) Yes. Or like metaphysical terms, or we start only talking in like light superlatives, like, like I brought up joy, right? But what if I just stayed in joy and I didn't talk about the struggle of joy or the birthright of joy. I was just like, you need to go experience joy. And the way you experience joy is through alignment. And once you align, it brings in abundance. And once it brings in abundance, you got to stop. You're killing me. You're killing me. It's like, Right. So just talk like a person because the person you're trying to help does not talk like a Hay House card deck. They need to hear that, but they don't talk like that. And they also don't talk like a late night infomercial trying to enlist you into a cult. They talk like normal people. They say things like, I feel so spiritually disconnected. I could scream. And also, what the hell does safety actually mean? That's how they talk. And even though that's totally normal because everybody says it and that's how they actually talk, if you put that on a sales page, you will be labeled weird because you're being unfiltered, honest, and truthful. Honesty and truth are not always the same thing, right? You're being right. honest, meaning you're living the truth and telling the truth at the same time. And that'll get labeled as weird. Then we go a step further into that. The first one is talk like a human. The second one is say something with enthusiasm that you're excited to say. No weak points. We don't have time. Not every single word on your website has to be dynamic. That's not what I'm trying to say. We're not trying to win writing awards here necessarily. But at the same point, why do you have a 75-page website when one bold paragraph could get the job 
done. Why are we having an hour sales conversation where you small talk with them for the first half? If you have something to say, say it and say it enthusiastically, whatever that means for you, like a real person. And then the advanced course, the masterclass is infuse fun into that magic recipe, right? Of truth and daring and fun, right? Or truth and boldness and fun. I love you combine this. those together and you'll be labeled a freaking weirdo. And then, and then you start doing the truly weird stuff and nobody blinks an eye because they're just like, oh, Jen. Oh, oh Jen. Annie. They're so wacky. And it's like, oh, yeah, I said the loud parts out loud. And so you'll label me wacky and that's fine. I love that. And, you know, I so often when I'm working with a client, I'm like, well, you know, I'll, I'll say what they're, they're trying to say. And they're like, well, you said, you know, that after this session, you'll have blah, 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 blah. But I can't guarantee that. I was like, we all know you can't guarantee that, but stop <laughs> pussyfooting around and just <laughs> say it. Right. Because no one's going to go, well, you might, blah, blah. We all know that it's up to the person. And right. trying to qualify that in your copy so you feel safe isn't going to work. Work no. that out when you're attracting the individual, right? And really understand who your core client is and stop working yeah. with Lucy's and Charlie Brown's. And if you guys have, don't understand that reference, go back to one of my 16 references about who I choose as a client, right? You know, Lucy, oh, or go listen to your episode on my show where we have this whole rant about how everyone that hires me is a Schroeder. But no, I think you're totally, I think you're, you're totally, totally on to something here, which is we want the full expression of people. Right. right. And if you are doing something to feel like you're conforming to a norm and something's norms have to happen, you of all people will tell me like, excuse me, are you paying yourself? Right. Are you, do you have you set aside your quarterly taxes? Like, you know, are we doing everything right by the IRS and the financial gods? Like, you know, we got to do that stuff. That's your first hire, everyone. An accountant and a bookkeeper is your first hire. Amen. Hallelujah. Preach all of the positive words on every religion. I say unto that, but the, you know, it's with, with all of that, with all the shoulds and everything else. Yes, there are best practices. There are industry standards and those things exist for a reason, right? There are things that you really should consider doing. You really should have testimonials on your website. That's a true should mm. not a must. But a very true should. Social proof is important, right? But beyond that, do I need 50 testimonials or one? Do I need 12? Do I need five? Do they need to be really seriously written? Should they be written to me or written about me? I don't know. It doesn't freaking matter that much. What matters is that you're showcasing yourself well with pride and understanding that in this aspect, safety is earned. Right. Safety is earned safety in your marketing or resonant in your marketing. So if you need to sit there and go, hey, here's why I cannot offer a guarantee. As you know, in work like this, it's all what you put into it. I wish I could offer you a guarantee. I wish I could crawl inside your brain and make you do the work. And I wish you never needed to hire me in the first place. But since all of that is wishes and dreams. 
here's what I can promise you in this reality. I can promise you great content in a responsible environment every single day. And I can promise you me holding your hand and answering your questions within the course of what you're expecting. And if you show up, I can promise you something will change. And I'm looking forward to seeing what that change is. And I thank you for helping me, or I thank you for choosing me to help you usher it in. Put that disclaimer on your website. Just that just true. just copy and paste that, everyone. Just, just copy and paste it. That's true. Yeah. That's honest. That's what I mean. That's not copywriting. That's just truth. Right. I think that you know people. Most people who have trouble marketing are mm-hmm. what I call that spiritual renegade, that teacher. And I think that they don't want to sound like the guru, online marketer, internet marketer. And the problem is, is they're, they're not accepting their own-ness, mm-hmm. right? They're not accepting their Jennifer-ness, their Annie-ness, their, you know, right. whatever-ness. And once you accept your-ness, it really doesn't matter what you say, right? Because people are like, I want, I want to work with her or I don't. Yeah. Like in the first five minutes of actually meeting me, you know, whether you want to work with me or not. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean you will, but you know, if you want to or not. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm a magnet and a magnet does two things. It pulls and it repels. Right. And so there's all this stuff out there about like magnetics and attraction and all of this stuff. And I don't understand how the universe works. I don't claim to. But I do know that if you are going to be magnetic or if you are honoring the magnetism or in you or leaning into that, then you also need to understand that it is your job to push people away from you. And that for a kid with grade school trauma and weird rejection hangups and you know, a, a need to be everybody's favorite care bear. That has been very hard won, hard cried information. But the more I have pleasure and joy and pride in what I'm doing because I'm allowing myself to tell the truth of me, it feels so much better to be rejected when I'm showing up whole ass than when I'm re- showing up 70%. Yeah. And, and at least they're rejecting me purely. Right. And you won't regret the rejection, right? The only no. time that we regret it is when we move, try to shape ourselves into what somebody wants for us. And then we wind right. up crying at our desk and either firing them or it ends in disaster some way. Exactly. So, you know, put it out there as unadorned and naked as you can get. And again, vulnerability, rejection, safety, ego death, all of these things can and will happen when you go through this process. But I think of it like the movie, The Shawshank Redemption. You go through the giant tube of poo and you come outside and you're washed clean and you're freaking invincible. (laughs) Right? You're out of the poop. You dug yourself out of the jail to wind up in a sewer of poop. I mean, that's entrepreneurship right there. <laughs> right? You free yourself from the jail of other employment or or if, if you're not an entrepreneur, but you're living as a, a spiritually activated 
person or seeker. You're freeing yourself from the normal constraints of what you're told to believe or do. You get through that. Cool. You get yourself out of that thinking. You get yourself out of the box. That's step one. Right. That gets little Andy Dufresne out of his prison cell and into a hole that he has to continually dig. Right? So we continually dig until we get out the wall and then where are we? We're in a sewer of poop. And that sewer of poop is all the mindset gunk that life is going to throw at you that basically, against your best judgment, goes, hey, that prison's looking awfully comfortable. (laughs) Now you're covered in poop. And you have two choices. You either keep charting forward into weird and keep charting forward into the truth of you and keep charting forward into the truth of purpose, which I learned from you. Right. All the things that purpose really isn't. But you keep using that as a beacon and expression and reason to keep wading through the poop. And then guess what happens when you least expect it, when you're most exhausted, the sky opens up and you're rain clean and you also realize you're far enough away that they'll never find you. And by they, I mean the haters because they can try and you don't even care because after what you've been through, good luck. After poop, everything's better. Like, right? Like, I love that. It, it's all on the up and up. And then guess what? You find another wall to tunnel through. So as we're wrapping up, which makes me sad, but how do people get more of Annie? Well, if you're listening to a podcast right now, just stay in that podcast player and head on over to Too Legitimate to Quit, which is my show. Uh, depending on when this comes out, hopefully JU's episode will be out where we talk about owning your soul, stepping into your role, and uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Oh. So uh, go pop on over there if that's there. If it's not there yet, it will be soon. Uh, and listen, if you have the issues that I've had of putting yourself out there and you are ready to reveal yourself, but you're just not quite sure how, don't go to my freaking website. My website is beautiful, but don't go there. Go to either my LinkedIn at Annie P. Ruggles or my Instagram where I'm at Anniepreneur and send me a message and tell me what you want to do and let me see you for a little while and, and maybe I can help in that way. And if nothing else, we can become pals. So send me a DM, tell me what you're after and maybe I can give you a little bit of more of a nudge toward true, authentic, weird. Love it. Um, okay, so my last question is, if you were yes. a magnet and whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Say it again. If I were a magnet. On your higher powers refrigerator. If you were a magnet yes. on God's refrigerator, what would your magnet yes. say? God, I love that. Okay. Is that the name of, of your I'll, magnet? This is oh. not it, but my favorite, my favorite magnet I've ever owned said, does my fat ass make my ass look fat? Um, that is not what I would say on God's refrigerator, but I do really love that because when I would beat myself up, I would see that. I'd be like, okay, be nice to yourself, girl. Um, but no, on God's refrigerator, it would say cookies for breakfast with an exclamation point. I love that. And I love you. Right. And I love you. And and one of the favorite things I ever heard was, uh, think of all the women who passed on dessert on the Titanic. <laughs> Don't pass on dessert on the Titanic. Right? Like, eat, have your joy. I Own love your weird. Love you want it. a cookie for breakfast? You do it. Have I love you too. Have a cookie for breakfast. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul's answer and your purpose, access 
your free guide at themissofpurpose.com, which has been edited by our Annie. Go download it right now. <laughs> but mostly important, share this podcast, reach out to these amazing experts, and just go and have cookies for breakfast. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast.